0: Welcome to The Wellness Phenoms, a podcast about the joys and struggles of life. The show will hit on topics such as mental health, fitness, finances, and spirituality. We are your hosts, Logan and Josh, two friends sharing our experiences with the world in an effort to help others. We are by no means experts, just highly passionate about these topics and eager to challenge ourselves and those around us. Hey
1: Phenoms, welcome back. Today is episode eight, Showing Up.
0: To learn more about us and the show, check us out at www.wellnessphenoms.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Wellness Phenoms.
1: So today's topic is all about showing up. And we've found, I actually have not read this book. Um, I intend to now actually, but A little snippet from a book that we found um, called The Art of Showing Up, How to Be There for Yourself and Your People by Rachel Wilkerson Miller. And we thought this kind of embodied pretty well, kind of the idea of showing up. Yeah. So the snippet says, showing up is what turns the people you know into your people. It's at the core of creating and maintaining strong, meaningful bonds with friends, family, Coworkers and internet pals. Showing up is the act of bearing witness to people's joy, pain, and true selves, validating their experiences, easing their load, and communicating that they are not alone in this life.
0: Showing up in essence is how we want to present ourselves to the world, the kind of person that we want to be. Yeah, so it it's kind of embodies
1: a bunch of different things, but it really does. It just even simply how you treat people, um, and you know what I guess what your intentions are in life as well.
0: Yeah, Um, that'd be a good way to put it. Um really you know, there's tons of opportunities in where you're running through your day and moving throughout life and it really just is how are you coming how are you how are you showing how are you showing up how are you there what are you presenting other people and and what are you willing to receive from the people that you're around yeah it's
1: it's much about kind of how how people are viewing you and 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 not just um from that stereotypical sense of like you know how like what kind of clothes you're wearing right or you know you know do you come from money or not or this or that or you know are you cleaned up nice no this is this is really about our nature who we are as a person um what is our why in life which we've talked about a little bit before but uh it plays such a big part of showing up
0: yeah definitely and, does if you don't you know along with the why part is what's your goal in life and what really down to your core what is your goal and and um, when we talk about showing up it's important that you know the why and what you're trying to accomplish and what you're trying to um give people in the world and and then making sure when you do show up you fall in line with your why and what what your goals are and what you're what you're really trying to give to people um I think it it falls too to a level of your mental state on where. Where are you at that time? Are you, you know, are you focused on the argument you just had with your spouse and you're trying to interact with a friend and you're not really giving them the full attention they deserve or is it a situation where, you know, you might have had that argument with your spouse and you've kind of processed that but you're actually partially processed it maybe and you're sitting there set that aside and you know, now I'm here with Logan so I'm going to give Logan my full attention and really interact with him on a on a very positive level instead of kind of trying to interact with him and still dealing with stuff that's, that's going on at home or, or whatever it might be.
1: Yeah, yeah, letting all that stuff kind of flow over into all your other relationships and, yeah. and who you are as a person. Um, I think the other aspect too that could be viewed in this Um, and this this may or may not be the case for some people um, but it is your career too that could also play part as how you're showing up i know for me the way that i want to show up my career kind of aids right into that um, and in what i do specifically day to day Um, so that kind of helps and some people that might be the case some people maybe not um, but it is an extra piece of that could play into how you show up in the world so i think the biggest thing is comes down to again like what is our why and and what is at the core of you as a person what does that look
0: like in the world i think that's definitely the base of, of making sure you do show up for people the way you need to um if you don't if you're not there for yourself you can't be there for someone else and um i think that's a lot of where where, you know, I've fallen short in my life and I think that people fall short in their life and showing up for people or being there the way they should be is that we let the things that are happening in our life distract us from really what's in front of us. You know, there's so many <clears throat> so many different things coming at us and, you know, it's almost like uh, Star Wars or Star Trek where they, like, jump to light speed. Star Wars, yeah, light yeah. speed. everything's coming at you so fast and you can't, separate it to get to where you can focus on the person in front of you. I think we've all had those conversations where or interactions with people where you're like, yeah, this person really isn't there with me right now. They're just kind of spacey or or um, you know, or they fade off and you don't have those interactions as well anymore. Um, so making sure that you're secure in and where you are personally as you go into those situations. Yeah.
1: I uh I had a therapist a while back that had me do um kind of a little um activity i guess i don't know what you want to call it but um it was kind of my homework assignment so okay. um and what it was is is basically uh to go and ask um, i asked personally five of my closest friends uh five words um that they would use to describe me and I think part of this is is if you were to go and, and do this activity, right, what are the words that you would want those closest to you to describe you as? And that kind of embodies some of how you are showing up in the world. And I know for me when I did this, it was, it was quite an enlightening, eye-opening experience, and it, it really truly did give a lot of insight into how I was showing up to others because, um, you know, I I know I've talked about this before, but I am very self-conscious and I sometimes overthink and, you know, go off on these beaten paths of where I probably don't need to, right? And I'm like just, you know, worried that I'm being perceived in some weird way. And especially though, and this plays into part with showing up is... You know, I, I would get worried that, you know, maybe I'm being misinterpreted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, something that I want to come across isn't coming across. And and then in turn, something opposite or different is coming across. And so when I did this exercise, though, it, it was, again, very eye-opening for me um, to see what words people actually put out out there for me to describe who I was as a person. Um, And I know actually Josh was one of these people. Um, And so it, you know, taking all those people that were super close to me that I knew would give me, you know, both good and bad Mm -hmm. because I, I, it wasn't all positive. Right. Um, I'm not perfect. And it was good to see, you know, and it showed me not only what, I would like to correct. Like if there was something written down and I'm like, Holy cow, I don't want to show up like that in the world. Right. Yeah. It shows you what you can correct, but then also, you know, what things maybe do fall in line with how you
0: want to show up. Was it hard for you to, to make that leap of faith, I guess at first,
1: uh, you kind of w- ask your friends. To- <laughs> it was tough. Yeah. I, uh, I think I was more nervous than anything just cause I didn't, I don't know. I, I'm really not sure how that feeling correlated because I think it was almost more just nervous asking them to commit to doing something like that and, you know, asking to take time out of their day for me Yeah. because uh, I can be bad about that sometimes. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I was definitely nervous to see what I would get back because I think I don't, I, I think at the time that I was doing it, I don't, Feel like I was fully showing up how I wanted to be. Um, you know, I'm still a work in progress. Still, still is today. I think it's going to be until the day I die. But, um, but, yeah, that that realization that like, holy cow, I'm about to know how people really view me. It was
0: a little earth shattering. And <laughs> yeah, I think, it and you know, I think it, you just said it's it's one of those things I'm going to work on until the day I die. I think it definitely plays into what's happening in your life at the time and, and really where you know, where you are, but, but being able to to kind of have that awareness of in every interaction with people, making sure that you're giving them what they deserve, right? I mean um <clears throat> it just get you know, I think that that's where I struggle in, in showing up sometimes, just the distractions and the you're thinking about, you know, you you Get examples like someone, you know, maybe someone calls you, or and you're on the phone, but you're really thinking about the, the four things you have to do mm-hmm. after you get off the phone with them, instead of actually giving them the five minutes that, as a friend or family or someone in your life, deserves your attention for five minutes, right? I mean, if if it's something that you really didn't have the time or the energy to give it to, them, then that's what voicemails for. You can call them back, right? I mean, if you if you yeah. took the step to answer the phone. Then then really that person should get your full attention. Um but it takes work. It takes takes really focusing and making sure you are aware of what is what you are doing. Um putting your phone well, if you're on the phone, you're not gonna put your phone down. But like if you're talking to someone in person, you know, put the phone down. Don't be checking texts and yeah. don't be be doing all those things because that nonverbal communication is telling them that yeah, I'm not showing up for you hundred percent because my phone ding at me is a little bit more important than the story you're telling me at the time or whatever it might be.
1: Yeah, a big time. I mean, I I think that pointing your attention where it needs to be pointed, you know, if I'm sitting here with you right now, yeah. I mean, my phone's over in the chair and as it should be, right? Yep. It, it shouldn't be in my hand. And while we're sitting here recording, I'm not giving you and all the listeners my full attention. And I wanted to go back to one thing that you pointed out too, because I actually, like you were saying uh, if somebody takes that time to answer that phone, they should be giving you that full attention then, right? And, yeah. and I think you're 100% right. Or at the very least, because I just had this happen the other day, and it made me so happy. It, actually, it was. It, it seems weird to say, but it, it was just nice to have some honesty. But I, I called a relative, and we'd been trying to get in touch with each other for the last couple weeks here. We've tried phone calls several times, mm-hmm. and just it wasn't working out, and... I called them, they picked up and they're like, "Hey, I don't have time to talk right now. I'm like doing this, 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 and this, but I didn't want to let you go, so um, I wanted to pick up and at least exchange voices yeah. for a quick second and let me let you know I care, but I'm busy, so I can't." And they actually said, "I don't have the time to give you the attention for a full phone call right now." Yeah, and and so and that was it was so nice though because. I mean, sometimes I think that's all you want, right? Is to just know. And instead of letting it go to voicemail there, which I never leave voicemails. I'm so bad about it. (laughs) But, you know, uh, we we got to talk real quick. I got to get a quick little update, what's going on in their life. And and then an honest piece of feedback saying, hey, I just, I don't have the time to give you 100% right now because I'm so busy. So let's try this again, you know, in a few more days.
0: Which is great, and I had to go yeah. so much further than, you know, you being on the phone and they're talking to someone else or they're they're messing around. You can tell they're not engaged in the conversation. Yeah. Which then is just, you know, it, it has a potential to build up a wall. You never know. I mean, obviously, it's easy to be understanding, understanding that someone's busy, you call them, and they're in the middle of something. But it just means a lot more whenever they can be there or communicate that they can't be there.
1: Yep. Yeah. Or same like with a follow-up text, you know you know, saying, hey, sorry, I saw your call, missed you. I'm busy doing this, this, or this. I mean, you do this all the time yeah. too. Like if you're, you know, working on stuff at work, because you obviously kind of <laughs> have to work when you got to work, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll call you
0: back and give me five or something. Yeah,
1: exactly. And it's so nice because then you know, like, okay, cool. It, he saw it. He'll get back with me when he can, you know, yeah. and it's not like you're going under the radar. But I think that, it, it, it albeit a small piece, right, Um, because that doesn't fully embody a person, but it is a piece of how they're showing up, at least to me, right? Like that relative I I referenced. I mean, it was so nice. And the way that they showed up in that moment was perfect for at least me, Mm -hmm. you know, and it made me really value that.
0: And they're being true to their self by acknowledging that, hey, I don't have the time for this right now. Mm -hmm. It's not a bad thing. It's it's good. I think that's also, you know, one thing to keep in mind too, is as you show up, how much people can get from this tiniest little thing mm-hmm. like that little, just them being honest and about their time. And in that moment, you know, is was huge for you instead of it can go the other way. If you don't take those, those times and those moments to, to really just communicate and, and <clears throat> give people what you can give them. Yeah. It really
1: is the small thing sometimes.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, you know, on the other hand of small things, big things. So let's say, you know, in life, there's all kinds of things that go on, and I think that, you know, we have this bucket of people, like our friends and our family and these, these people that, that are in our circle and we consider them our people. Yeah. Um, I think that as you progress through life and the things that are happening and we get busy and they get busy and you kind of find your circle adjust, right? When you're younger, I think you have a big, big, big circle, and then when you get older with all the things that life brings you just your circle kind of sl- uh goes down in size um for those people that are really there to show up for you and be there when you need them i think uh when big events happen though in life i think you really see it kind of gives you a nice little glimpse into who is in your circle and who is really showing up for you or who is not showing up for you um and i think you know it's a very important piece of of the puzzle is who who is there for you who is willing to to give you what you need and, and who's not because those people that aren't giving you uh, what you need personally and mentally and um, in those relationships, it's important that you analyze those and really aren't afraid to, to make some changes if that needs to happen.
1: I agree. I think that that's a majorly insightful thing to you know, but I look at it too on the other flip side of that as well as, who are we giving our time to? Are we, you know, because I think that, and this is why what you said is just phenomenal is the fact that when we're younger, right, that circle's pretty big. Uh And I think over the course of time, we start to learn how to interact with people and how we want people to interact with us and how we should interact with them in turn. Right and and the things that we value in life and so that that circle starts to get a little more tight knit because perhaps we're realizing like maybe this person's toxic for me and I'm you know I'm trying to give them all this time and they're not giving me any time back or whatever it is right yeah. or the time spent isn't quality time or uh, worthwhile and you start to weed out those things and. I think that's where it becomes really important to make sure that we are actually giving the time that our friends and loved ones need as well. Um, Because, you know, just as much as, you know, you were saying we want them to show up for us, we need to show up for them too. And it's it's definitely a two-way
0: street. Yeah, it definitely is. And I think that, like, really analyzing those friendships and understanding what, you know, because I could, you know, like you said, it's a two-way street, so I, I might need certain things from a relationship that someone else doesn't need, but if if we're going to have a relationship, then I need to give them what they need and they need to give me what I need to make it work. And I think that's where, you know, sometimes it you either grow apart or people just change. That's, I mean, it's a very common thing in life is that people adapt and change as you age and, like you said, as you grow. Um, but just having the strength for yourself too to be be in those situations and understand it's okay yeah sometimes it's just better to say goodbye yeah thank you for the time we've had it's time for me to move on and I think that's the hard part is when you get you know you have these relationships that you've been in and they change it's hard to get in a situation to to actually take that step and do the right thing for yourself and for them if the relationship's not working yeah. and not showing up for either either person
1: yeah and you know, that's, I think that's the whole thing with showing up though, too, is, you know, you have to decide how it is that you as a person want to show up, what your core values are, what your why is, right? And what it is that's so important to you throughout life. Um, and and I guess kind of at the end of the day, you know, or like, like we were saying, when you die, right, and you've got your headstone, what you want your epitaph to read, you know? Yeah. Um, and we all have to kind of choose that. And then once we choose it and it's not like it can't change or anything, but then we have to work toward it. And, um, sometimes that's going to be with ourselves, with our friends, loved ones, like you said, you know, in a relationship, what have you, um, even just to passerbys, you know, I've, I've always tried to make it a thing where I I'll try and just like say, hi, how are you? Have a nice day to as many people as I can. I've it's, it's kind of interesting to me how it sparked up so many different, like, random conversations and how I've met so many people just doing that. But I literally did it the other day because the nature of my job right now in law enforcement is a lot of people don't like us. And, uh-huh. um, the media's put us in some pretty bad light because there's been some pretty poor decisions made by, uh, quite a few people. And, uh, it, it's kind of like one of those moments where you know I'm walking around and I don't almost want to bring any more attention to myself than necessary, uh-huh. and I started falling into this mindset. Well, like you know, you you just don't know what people are thinking or you know what have you, and. I realized randomly out of nowhere one day, um, derived from the coffee shop. Cause I go to the same coffee shop almost every morning to go get my coffee, some breakfast, whatever. And, um, I realized, you know, I have not been saying hi and smiling and asking people how they are near as much lately. And I was like, I got to start doing that again. And I was like, I just got to get over it too. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, maybe want to draw any more attention to myself when we're kind of in the spotlight already. And I hate being in the spotlight anyway, yeah. but you know, I was like, I just got to get over it. Cause I, I want to show up as the person that is friendly, that is nice because that's who I am as a person. I, and I need to do that. It is, it was like this unmistakable thing in my mind that like, I, I have to do this again. and, it went away because of some crummy circumstances and situations, right? But it's time to bring that back.
0: And well, it's like you got back in tune with your why, right? I mean, exactly. the media and stuff like that distracted you from what your your whole goal in showing up is. I think, you know, I've seen that a lot. I was having this conversation the other day about after COVID and people being stuck at home. People don't seem to be as friendly and open to saying hi. And yeah. Waving, and you know, I had a conversation with a gentleman and his wife at the, uh, I think it was Sam's Club, and we got in the car, and my son was like, "They're so they were so nice," mm-hmm. but it just triggered my brain I'm like, "Wow, people don't you don't have those conversations like you used to I think as often because people are just so focused on I got to get home, I got to make dinner, I got to do this, I got to do that." Yeah, and you know, we we talk about family and friends and and you know work and all these avenues that you show up, but really it's. Leaving your house is showing up. I mean, anywhere you go, people are watching you, people are interacting with you, and just remembering that you have to know your why in order to the, to interact in those situations like you want to. And yeah. that can take a lot of the stress and the frustration with other people that you interact with out there, right? If you know you and you know how you want to be perceived and um, received, or not received, but perceived, and uh, you know how you want to give to other people, then... It kind of takes some of the pressure off of when you go in, and you know, there's somebody losing their mind over something, which ultimately is pretty minuscule in a store, or having a temper tantrum or whatnot. You know that you are coming here to be positive and give positivity to the people around you. Then, you know, if someone's directing that negativity at you, it makes it easier even to not dive into it and get sucked into it, right? Yeah. Because you can stay in line with you, and you're like, I'm here get my stuff done, but I'm going to give the world this instead of, you know, the positivity instead of just getting sucked into those things.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, like you said, even just leaving your house is showing up and, honestly, it could even just be waving at a neighbor, you know, with a friendly smile or what, whatever, you know, all that stuff can, we don't know how that impacts their day. All I know is that if I smile and wave at somebody the likelihood that it's going to negatively impact them is pretty small, right? (laughs) You're probably Um, right. (laughs) And so my goal is to impact people in a positive way. And, and that's, I mean, the smallest stepping stone you can take is, you know, just like that. You step outside your house, you see a passerby, a neighbor, whatever. You smile, you wave, say hi if you can, whatever. And, you know, again, you don't know how that's going to impact their day. You know, it could make no difference at all. But my guess is it's at the very least going to make them just smile a little bit and like, oh, yeah. they're a nice person or, oh, you know, that was, that was nice of them. So yeah.
0: and even giving somebody, you know, two seconds of your day and passing at work or yep. or in the break room or whatever it is, can I you know, I've I know I've had days where I'm just stressed trying to process something, you know, you might step away from your desk or step outside for a minute and just even like you said, smiling at someone or having a quick little anecdote with someone in the lunchroom can really even just twist you around. So by being those people that are willing to, to stay positive and give Take the time to focus on people and can really help. Um, and you'll probably, like you said, you just might not even know how well you could have helped someone.
1: Yeah. And, and and that's just it. You don't know. You don't necessarily know what everybody needs. You know, obviously the closer the relationship is to you, the more hopefully you could discuss that with those people. Um, you know, cause I love to know in conjunction with say you, right? Like our friendship, if I'm doing something that's not, you know, healthy yeah. for the two of us as friends or what have you, you know, I like to know those things. Cause I, I like to know what I can make better, what, whatever. But the ultimate thing for me in showing up when it comes, to the people that are few and far, right? Like that neighbors, passerbys, we're not, yeah. we're not best friends. We're not seeing them. I don't text them. They're not on Facebook. I still want to impact them in a positive way. And for me personally that's how i want to show up it's something i've decided that it's always been i guess one of my core values is to try and spread kindness right to everybody and and be that happy smiling face and i know that i'm not always that i try yeah. to be um but you know we all have our days but my main goal is to try and be that whenever i can and um you know there's so much more to showing up but I think those little core values play a big part. And I think last week's episode plays a huge part. And, you know, when we talked about a phenom's mindset and those five core values that we've kind of put in place for a phenom's mindset, that also kind of rolls into a lot of this as well. Um, Definitely. Because a lot of that stuff has to do with how we're showing up as a person.
0: Well, it's like the foundation for, right? The mindset is how is what's going to allow you to stay positive or not stay positive or get irritated, you know. These pillars of of the female mindset really give you tools to keep, you know, at the forefront of your mind whenever you're dealing with situations that make you think. It's almost like thinking through a lens, right? So mm. if you're having a bad day, then you can pragmatically process it. Um Whenever... You know, you don't want to be positive or you just want to, you know, there's days where you just don't want to be a happy person, Yeah. you know, um, well, fortitude can help you kind of push through some of that Yep. and, you know, making commitment to yourself. that When I interact with people, I'm going to be, you know, I might not be happy, jolly go lucky, but I'm at least going to be pleasant with them. So all those, it's just little, like you said, little ticks in your brain to make sure that when things come up and as you're out there interacting with people, you remember, I remember I committed to myself on this, and I know I don't wanna be in a good mood, but does it make more sense to just be a little bit more pleasant than negative today, or? Yeah, well, and
1: that falls into the emotional intelligence piece of it as well, is that behavior aspect, at least, of emotional intelligence, and, and you know, the using that fortitude side, and then the emotional intelligence piece to act in a manner which we know is going to be more conducive to, you know, everyone around us being in a better mood because I guess I view it too. And this is where I try and stay with exactly what you're saying on the the happier note, even though maybe I'm in a really crummy mood that day is that I know that if everybody else around me is in a crummy mood, it's going to make my crummy mood even more crummy. Yeah. Right. And if I can at least try and maintain that positive attitude and kindness to others, hopefully it'll help aid in them maintaining that same level and which in turn could make my day better, you know, yeah. or at least keep it from getting worse, perhaps.
0: And setting that, because I mean, there's no gear, you know, oh, we're always going to have bad days. Everybody's going to have a bad day. Yeah. Everybody's going to have a day where they just don't care and they don't want to get out of the bad day. Yep. Um, But I think if you set, Uh, your why and how you want to show up when those bad days do happen. And when things do get you down, at least if you have committed to being positive and and showing up in a a way to, you know, receive what people are giving and also give, give what people need. When you do have those days where you don't want to come out of it, I think that it just gives you a better base in the long run that, you know, this isn't something that's going to, derail me for a week right i'm not going to be in a crappy mood for a week because you know i've already committed to showing up in a positive light right so it helps give you that mental peace of maybe you do need today maybe today i'm not going to go to the store i'm going to stay home and i'm not going to give people my negativeness but i'm going to stay get regroup and then go back at it the next day but at least if there's a good base and a focused effort you know, hopefully those those negative days won't be as as uh, common as the other, as the positive ones.
1: Yeah, and that's partly too where this last bit of or the fifth pillar of a phenom's mindset comes in with the goal setting piece because I think a lot of times people look at goals too as setting like okay, I need to get a new job, right? Or I need to. Uh, move in for a promotion, right? I need to make more money. Um, what, whatever it might be, I yeah. want to go on a trip, this or that. They're like something with an end goal, and then I can check the box and we're done, right? And move on. and And that could very well be the case, but goal setting can also fall in just like what you're saying here, and actually start putting in some of these things. Like I want to smile at everybody or say hi to as many people as i can in a day and it's not like i once you attain it once that you're done no it's that i want that to be my daily personality you know and there might come a day where your brain is so programmed that that's just your innate nature which is i think the desired result probably at least for me it is yeah i want to do that without even thinking um and be that kind of person. And, and, you know, when I get back into it, like outside of this poor mood I had for a while, um, that, that it kind of is, you know, I'm constantly saying hi to people, smiling, whatever. But the point is, is you can put that as a goal.
0: Yeah. Right. And I think that showing up is like a goal with a bunch of minor goals. Like you said, it's a great way to put it.
1: It's exactly that. Yeah. I mean, ultimately I think at the end of the day, showing up is we have to go through and make a list essentially of all those things, what that looks like for us, and you know, kind of what does
0: it take for me to show up? These are the items that yeah that really would be me one hundred percent showing up, yeah, and, and what I do was, I want
1: that to look like?
0: Yeah, and then when and then when you have those days where you know if you have ten things or five things that make like this is me one hundred percent, I'm in it, I'm here. Well, then hopefully on a bad day, you can get two, Yeah. right? Yep. I mean, at least you're still giving an effort to help people and, and be around and, and really interact with people. But, you know, some days you might get two, some days you might get all five. It just depends on where you are in your life. But as long as you keep that focus on on being there, um, you'll definitely, get, in the long run, you'll be there more and then probably be there completely more as well. Yeah, I agree.
1: It's uh, it's definitely something to work toward, and it takes practice. And just like everything within wellness, honestly, I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> that's why we're here, right? Because yeah. we need it. Many others need it, and you know, it's it's not just a quick, you know, snap of the fingers, and here we are. Um, we are always constantly having to work to better ourselves, and and showing up, I guess. Putting it through that lens, kind of how you described it earlier, is the best way to really kind of view how we want to be as people in in this world and how we want to exist with others and who we want to be in that.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: So... Well, I think once again, it is time for our afterthought where we leave you with quotes, challenges, or other thoughtful moments. And today, just like we were just talking, we simply want to uh, challenge all of you to kind of just sit down and really truly think about who you want to be as a person and what that entails, kind of how you want to show up and make a list of the qualities that you want to embody and put out into the world on a daily basis
0: don't forget to check out our website at www.wellnessphenoms.com and find us on instagram twitter facebook and youtube at wellness phenoms go subscribe to make sure you don't miss new episodes
1: Alrighty, phenoms until next time enjoy the journey stay well